Welcome to episode 9 of the Monday Morning Podcast. Today we're talking about the architecture of addiction, pontoon fireball cannonballs, and why Harry Potter doesn't want you to quit the Nick stick. Welcome back. Welcome back. To the back. most sporadic podcast ever. <laughs> uh-huh. Every Probably week. Probably not, actually. Bi-monthly, biannual. Bi-annual. Bi- <laughs> bisexual. We're just not. Bicentennial. <laughs> we don't millennial. know how to play. Bisexual, non-binary. Yeah. Um, we don't follow any rules. Data. Rules. Big data. Big data up. Time is an illusion, and so is sexuality, and... Zuck is <laughs> not real. And is it an illusion or a spectrum? Is that the same thing? Everything's an illusion. Okay. This is a Great. matrix and Yeah, yeah. And I we're coded. Our coders are they made us funny. <laughs> so we're coded so deep. I use the col- welcome back. color illusion. Okay, yeah, yeah, welcome back. <laughs> anywho. <laughs> anywho, welcome back. Welcome back. What's episode nine. Is that right? Episode nine. I don't know. It, it is. Wait, you yeah, that, no, that, that right. felt right, right, and it is. Um, if, if you have <laughs> ten fingers, you only have. We have one finger left after mm-hmm. this one before we're all hands. So, yeah, <laughs> we can still count on. No, our because two hands. we have three of us. Damn. So that, wouldn't it be thirty? I guess I was being selfish and just thinking about my. Fuck my, you. My own hands. <laughs> our able-bodied hands. Let's not even get okay. into to toes. Okay. Anyways, welcome back. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, who who, who the are, hell are we? we? Who are we? I don't we know. are Harry Jensen using the royal we, and our yep. dad, who is my us. Hold on, my dad died January fifth, <laughs> twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Of I honestly I just started that sentence I was like he's not dead he is dead uh January fifth twenty seventeen <laughs> um of just big tumor illusion stage four metastasized yeah. <laughs> spectrum disease and mm-hmm, uh, so true now <laughs> he is Damn. a big dusty bag. So yeah, fuck. I'm sorry. Man. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> I, just mm-hmm. don't, don't. Yeah, just don't uh, touch the kitty litter. But hi, hi guys. Okay, hi. Hey, hi. Harry. <laughs> hey. Um, I'm Gabby. Yeah. yeah. And my good old Matrix mommy mm. died September third, twenty sixteen. She just, you know. I know we've mentioned the Matrix before, but she actually left for Morpheus. She just, Mm. Mm. our family broke apart and she, you know, decided that she had to go under Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just, you know, new dad alert. So is she, is she like, you know, in the Matrix, that little like membrane pod? Is she like, is she in the pod? Yes, yes, the membrane pod. She's scratching at the mucus. Ooh, yeah, that's my f- that's my that's my first She's on DJ a ship mixtape somewhere. Yeah, on a ship. She's mm. fighting the good fight with Neo and Trinity, and mm-hmm. I don't know why we're already going the to others. the Matrix, but you yeah. know, here so, we are. <laughs> sorry, sorry guys, God. foreshadowing for the rest of the podcast for the next ten years. Hi, Gabby. <laughs> Hi. That's Hi. why we're red pills. It's a it's a genetic thing. Mommy's a red pill. We're red pills. Um, yeah. Hi, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. My <laughs> name's Madison, <laughs> and. As I'm sure many of 
you loyal listeners know at this point, my mom is Gabby's mom. So I second everything she just said. Mom died September 3rd, 2016. Though I like to think on the Matrix topic, maybe she just, if anyone has seen the movie Tron, I think she maybe is just... Oh, I like that. I think she just entered a video game and kind of forgot to come back. She's she, like, on the motorcycle, the way out. on yeah. the grid. Mm. She's like, on the grid. Yeah. She's on the grid. Mm. And yeah, she's on a motor... She did, she had a convertible when she, you know, before she kicked the can. So she likes that, you know... The open the air, air open the breeze, air, yeah. so she yeah. can smoke cigs. It doesn't have to stink anything yeah. up. No, you know. no. So, so okay. So <laughs> how'd she die? <laughs> Did she do the thing where like you know he makes like the light wall and then you like accidentally run into it and explode? Did she like hit her own? <laughs> yeah, she fell off the board. <laughs> yeah, she hit her own light illusion spectrum <laughs> maze that she was mm-hmm. pooping out. Oh, hi, Matt. Hi, Madison. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. But instead of laser, it's just cancer. It's just pure cancer, and you run into it. And just a it, yeah. wall Ooh. of cancer cells. Ooh, that sounds... <laughs> it invades that your sounds, whole body. It sounds wet. Like, yeah. s- like old mashed Smushy. potatoes. Anyways, hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Hey. Thanks, hey. For, thanks for having us, Royal Wee. <laughs> so what, what are we... What are, what's the skinny? What are we dipping into? What's the skinny? Boil s- boy. Boil boy. This is, like, this is part two of our segment on mental health and grief and mm-hmm. this is a little a little thing that w- a little ditty we like to call substance use and abuse and <laughs> misuse even. all those good and misuse yeah mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A- fun obtuse yeah um, obtuse, obtuse concave acute addiction acute pontoon <laughs> uh yeah yeah anyways <laughs> anyways so yeah, anyway, addiction. Let's dive right into this lighthearted topic. Uh huh. <sighs> Wait, just just to kick it off, I want to see if any if, if we can capture this. I, I, <laughs> oh, I, did we? Get I that? kind of heard it. I heard did it. Did you hear yeah. it? I'll, we'll just narrate that. That was Harry hitting his jewel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you heard that little, yeah, it sounded <laughs> like a little oven. Uh huh. And it's it's <laughs> off it's an off brand pod, just so the listeners know, which means. Uh. It tastes like someone left $3 worth of pennies in <laughs> one cup of grape Kool-Aid. And Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> God, <it's laughs> do, you, do, you guys, do you guys not like feeling rich? That's a pontoon. That right is a there. pontoon. You know what? I love the off-brand <laughs> life. Fuck mm-hmm. anything on brand. Fuck corporations. I'm fuck getting corporations. off-brand jewel bonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's the number one. That's what binds us together is we can't kick the nick. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't kick the nick. The I Nick's don't know nick. if I don't know if the nick is like grief related for me necessarily. I mean, I think it's just like trauma, stress induced. I guess, but I'm actually day three no nick right now. You guys, day three no nick. No big deal. <laughs> Except for black and wilds, of course. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I kicked that nick. Okay. Except last night, you were begging me to give you a cigarette. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Called this out. This is topical. There was drinking involved, and I think nothing feels better if you haven't kicked the Nick, or if you have. If you have any experience with Nick, you know that the best thing to accompany it is booze. Booze and cigs. You kidding? Are you kidding? We're actually, get any we're actually sponsored. Probably like anything and cigs. I don't know. That's <laughs> true. I was going to say, well, coffee, coffee. and cigs, <laughs> sex and cigs. Life and cigs. Um, there we go. Anyway. We're actually <laughs> sponsored. We're sponsored by Big Tobacco. 
and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and big drink and i guess big sex <laughs> big, <too>. drink. <laughs> big drink big, big drink sex, big drink yeah big sex yeah that's correct big sex big, big sex, sex. Yeah. yeah all the things yeah we all know fuck targmart but we love big we tobacco. love vices <laughs> yeah we, we, <laughs> we love really big do. clapping that's true that's true well i feel like okay maybe the nick stick is not i'll be honest i was hitting the nick stick before daddy hit the yeah big, yeah the big the big dip <laughs> into into Hades. yeah i yeah, yeah admittedly same no he's just dipping now he's he's actually he's actually all chew that's all what's chew. in the urn yeah <laughs> he's just all just chew. a mouthful of dip baby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but okay I'll, I'll say this i will say this we will say this royal weight that <laughs> I, I i i okay this is maybe insanity that's enabling me but i feel like i can never quit the nick because I'm all traumaed out. Like every mm. time I tell my mm-hmm. therapist that I'm like trying to quit smoking, he's like, "It's it's not right now. It's like you have to." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You it's like you have to have breakfast today and tomorrow, and then mm-hmm. for like a couple years, and then you have to, and then you can stop taking the grape cooler, penny Abraham Lincoln <laughs> mixer." That you he's like, "That's actually part of your prescription, the Nick stick. Please don't stop. Yeah." Well, Keep Keep nicking. We uh, do have a couple mottos. I mean, we all know ashes to ashes, smoking to smoking's a must. A must. But then there's mm-hmm. another one that Harry, you have. I think you've said it to me a couple times in your quitting journeys mm-hmm. that are short-lived. Um, what was it? Uh, no day is a good day to quit cigarettes, but yeah. definitely not today. Or there's <laughs> yeah. never a good time yeah, to quit cigarettes, but definitely not today. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the <laughs> overarching theme. Honestly, um, we're almost on four years. And yeah. the great thing about that saying is you can apply it to any day. Any so day. Mantra. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Super that versatile. is a mantra. It's, it's in Sanskrit. You might, you might recognize it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Aside from the Nick, aside from the Nick, yeah, what else? What do what we else? think? Let's see. Let, uh, let's see. Hmm. Who wants to start well, us off? I'll dip in. I'll dip in. Yeah. I'll dip and dive. Dip and um, dive. Dip and dots. The fun thing about addiction is that you just think you're having a ball, <laughs> and you're like, I'm having a ball every day. I'm having a mm-hmm. fireball. I'm having a liter of fireball and then and then that's when you, that's when you realize when you start when you start waking up in the morning and having a little sippy sip of wine and you're like it's five o'clock somewhere but mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. not in Thailand usually no. yeah no. usually not yeah no. M- Milwaukee wait Milwaukee I don't live there Minneapolis and Thailand <laughs> slash <laughs> also Taiwan it's it's five o'clock in Taiwan when I'm drinking sometimes but that's that's something we've we've hurdled we've 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 gotten we've over we've hurdled yeah i well okay here's here's one thing i'll say about a lot the <laughs> this isn't the the first addiction but um i i think that with like at least with the drinking or other things is i feel so crusted up like a little eye boogie mm. like <laughs> i have so many eye boogies in my tear ducts that i can't cry boogie um, yes, so, yes, boogie. So I, I've I've used drinky poos um, to sort of open up the wells mm-hmm. at, at different yes. times in my life, which I wasn't really privy to. I was just like, why am I smelly and weeping? Um, and then I was like, because I'm doing a science experiment where 
<laughs> I just I just fireball this grape Kool Aid until the volcano I, I, I can cry erupts. up, and it just erupts in a big wet chew pile. Um, <laughs> liquid luck. Liquid yeah. luck. Yeah, I think, and that that's that that one snuck up on me. That one snuck up on me, but I would say for me it was definitely something I was using using to loosen the the mega tension Atlas Sisyphus pushing back the world of Dude. heavy metal black death. Um, yes. Did it work like a charm? It well every time it did, uh, but I would have to imbibe quite a bit to get the tears rolling and listen to right. just the right amount of Green Day, which mm. is <laughs> which is a lot of Green Day. I will, I will say that backshadowing, yeah. backshadowing, <laughs> big backshadow <laughs> casting across the eight nation. <laughs> and twenty years has gone so fast. So com- fast. Com- you had the fireball in one hand and an argyle sweater in the other. Yeah, just. Wiping oh, yeah. your tears Just with dip. Blowing your nose into the argyle. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm honking. You honking. did hurdle that hurdle, Harry. You hurdled that We shit. are proud of you. I did hurdle that hurdle. I did hurdle that hurdle. I know. One I found beast at a time. One beast at a time. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like because I was taking care of myself so little, it was easy to replace uh, hot flaming fireballs <laughs> with things like eating and sleeping and. Uh, joy and creation and <laughs> jogging and broccoli and uh, dad yes, so yeah 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 dad. that whole grocery laundromat list of 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 thingaroonies um mm-hmm. but yeah that that's been mine and there's i don't know i don't know there's also how long did it start like a- how long did it take to kick in after the the big death, death after bomb. j5 um, well, that's what sort of like snuck up on me is like I was in college, so I was like drinking casually and yeah. then and then I noticed that's the thing. You just sort of notice you like notice you're drinking in the morning and you're like, this mm. is so wacky. And mm. then you're like, this is so <laughs> wacky for eight months in a row. Mm. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so I didn't realize until I was after I like out of call. Well, actually, no, there was some like. I think I think it really started honestly when I turned 21 where like the gates just opened and I could just mm. buy like liquor for the first time in my life. Um mm-hmm. and then there was Sweet just like freedom. there was just like one really lonely Thanksgiving where it was like the first time I didn't go home. I was uh. in Portland and um I just drank a couple s- handfuls like big haggard handfuls uh, of of, <laughs> of liquor of foreshadowing and that was actually the first time i opened yeah. the urn i thought it was glued shut and then i opened it up and that's when i found out that if you haven't looked in your urns uh <laughs> there's fellas, a surprise <laughs> yeah it's not it's not just loosey-goosey uh it's actually a potpourri uh <laughs> kitty dust and yeah that's okay. That brings up something else. Very tangential. Chunks. But I told my brother I'd open the urn, and I thought I was like the first one. I was like, I am the Indiana Jones of cracking open a cold daddy <laughs> with the boys, <laughs> and and he was like, Yeah, no, I already did that. And I was like, Oh, and he's like, Yeah, and I like, I sort of like stuck my fingers in there, and he uh, fingered dad. He fingered yeah, he, dad. he did. He did. I was like, oh, What? So invasive. I was like, <laughs> I was like, You just jammed your fingers in a little like ash pile potpourri um, potpourri again of dad's like neck and nuts 
And I was oh like, boy. well, I was like, so he's not oh. all, I was like, he's not all in there then. He's like, oh, he's in there. I was like, he is not in there. He got in your fingies. Cause there's like, yeah. got in your nails. If you ever yes, st- he took some dad out. If you ever stuck your hand like in a bag of like flaming hot Cheetos and come out yeah. clean like a newborn. No, no God, you, no, they, no. Never, never. Yeah. Yeah. That you got to lick them. <laughs> You gotta, yeah, you, gotta, you, simply <laughs> must. you gotta lick them, suck them clean, and you gotta accept that they're in the carpet carpet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta rub them into your dog, and then you're like, yeah, oh, you I got some dog. Wipe it on like whatever that what was next to him, whatever surface was next. That now, 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 dad's just right on suede. his on his pants. He yeah. Just, you know, and honestly, maybe that because that happened in the house I'm in, and my sink is clogged to heck. So maybe it's got a little. <laughs> A little daddy gum coming up the oh. world. Snake that shit, and you snake could, that dad daddy could come out. up yeah. like yeah. a genie yeah. out I'll of the, s- <laughs> the sink. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, sn- I'll snake the daddy hole. Uh, yeah, snake <laughs> the daddy hole. Anyways, anyways, what 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 do you care? Anyway, tangent. What do you cats um, have to say about the big about the big ad in your life peripherally? <laughs> mm. Well, okay. Boy, oh boy, there's floodgates of. To hell open yeah, up after there's mommy a lot. bit the dust. So, I mean, I personally haven't experienced, like, a grief-induced addiction necessarily. I mean, I do agree with the Nick stick, like, trauma. I've definitely indulged in weed my fair amount since mm. mommy died. Um, mm-hmm. But I've never really gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I need, like, help or something. Um it was mainly <laughs> another family member of ours, mm-hmm. which is a little someone called Daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. and daddy Dearest. Daddy our, Dearest. Our Daddy Dearest uh, has struggled with alcohol and probably other addictions. I don't even know. Um, his whole life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very apparent to us pre-mommy or I don't know. I mean, we were younger, so obviously it's hard to tell what's happening but yeah we always knew that he had an affinity for this sacred liquid that we we didn't understand till like maybe after mom mom's death opened pandora's box it definitely Mm. caused a lot of problems in our family yeah before but we didn't realize it because honestly i think our mom was like protecting us from it yeah literally until the day she died and then when she died it was like then we veil we really saw and well, I think the issue was that, I mean, they were, like, divorced at the time because of her death because uh, alcohol tore them apart. <laughs> Fun. Um. It is a family disease. <laughs> yeah. It rips the family <laughs> yeah. apart. Lamau, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just, like, little paper mache uh, alcohol babies. But we... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wet So, pa- wet yeah, paper. after she died, uh-huh. they were divorced, but obviously they had been together for a long time raised a family together whatever and i think that it really as it as death does it spirals you mm. down and it really spiraled daddy <laughs> um more than i think any of us Oof. expected because you do in that situation somewhat expect the other parent to be the rock especially for me i was still living with him i was still in high school so it was like what the fuck like i'm 17 you're a grown man and I'm having to kind of take care of you in yep. a way. Um, and it was just really frustrating because uh, it was kind of like I felt like I couldn't really get through my grief initially because I had to constantly be worried about living with him and what he was doing and mm. 
the spiral that was ensuing there. Yeah. So it was kind of like the whole year after mom died, it was just me like realizing like the weight of like how this addiction was really manifesting and like how I had never really seen it like that before. So clearly living in like his apartment was on this strip of just like bars, just bar after bar. Like him walking out on the street was like a kid in a fucking candy store. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was just tough. And like throughout that year, like there were multiple times where I had to like go to Maddie's place to sleep or like go to Mm -hmm. one of my amazing friends houses. Their family kind of took me in because I just had to get away and like, I literally, like, staged an intervention. Like, there were so many things. Meanwhile, I'm in my first year of grief. And, like, obviously, we've told the banger of the year anniversary, which, you know, there's just there's many things throughout the podcast that have kind of related to the substance abuse. But, yeah, it's just a Dysfunction lot. Dysfunction Junction. Dysfunction Junction, man. Function? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was actually thinking today about one of the the dreams backshadowing that I described um, in, I think in the matrix episode, uh, which but, is every episode, but yeah, part of the dream was like my, I saw my brother in a gas station and he was really like in the dream. He was like really strung out. And I was thinking about that today and like about, you know, my own exploration with uh, drinky poos and, Mm-hmm. pilly pots and it just sort of like <laughs> sobered me nice nice pun uh it sobered me to like think like damn my brother if he wasn't such a shining business star he he like <laughs> he like could have like ended up like that like you know i yeah. i th- he didn't like i think he had some like he was drinking a little too much at some points but mm-hmm. you know i like i mean i myself like had some like pretty bad episodes that lasted months or years. And um, that's just something that like happens. Like I, d- I, I don't have numbers, but I'll make one up. I think you're 12,000% <laughs> more likely to have an addiction if you go through some <laughs> serious trauma. Yeah. And yeah, we can cite that. Zuck's probably got some data. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, we can like call in Elon. link below or something <laughs> to yeah. the scholarly article. Uh, no, that's a factual number. Yeah, no, I would have to agree. I think, like, especially if maybe addiction does run in your family and, like, perhaps you're, like, predisposed to, like, you know, substance abuse or something like that. Like, our dad, you know, he already had struggled, like we said, with drinking and, like, you know, addiction. Like, he was kind of, like, a turd that had tried to been flushed (laughs) down the toilet, but, like, he didn't quite make it. (laughs) Didn't quite, the whole turd didn't go down, so, like, he was just kind of chilling in Turdville, and then, and then once mom died, it was, like, finally (laughs) someone was able to flush him down once and for all, and that was the spiral spiral that ensued. into the ocean, Mm. yeah. Yeah, and, and then, like, we all, you know, we all saw it. It was, like, we all were there to watch the flush. It's an interesting parallel that my dad is stuffed into the sink and I need to drain <laughs> him and your dad was circling the drain and you <laughs> needed you needed mm-hmm. to drain him it yeah, seems like yeah. we all need a little bit of molten metal to break up daddy we all need daddy. a plumber we all need a good we plumber need so mm. many things. but we're lacking the daddy that you know that most families have yeah. they're, they're kind of usually the plumber mm. guy well yeah. I think that's the tough thing too because it's like 
obviously when you have one parent left, you really want to make it count. You know, it's like, all right, you're the one parent and I'm going to lean on you and your daddy, you know? And then it's like, your daddy, when it's, it's tough because like when something like substance abuse can just like tear your relationship apart, like it's really tough because obviously we saw it for what it was. Like, it's not like we were like, Oh my God. Like, I mean, there were times where I was like, fuck this guy. But, like, you know, it's, like, sad because it's, like, you know, it's sad because you can see that it's obviously the grief and the trauma and the addiction, like, morphing into, like, one monster. Right. It wasn't him, necessarily, which is really sad because it's, like, okay, it's hard to separate when you feel so, like, personally affected by these things and they've done things to you that are hurtful or whatever, however it manifests, but... It's just hard because it's like we ultimately like last summer had to cut him off and haven't talked to him in over a year. And it's just sad because it's like, okay, mommy's dead. Daddy's dead to me. And mommy is dead. Daddy Daddy is dead. dead. Life is really weird. Weird. Drano. (laughs) Just flush him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's just. Shout out to any of you grief babies that have something similar or if you're dealing with addiction yourself, you know, it is okay. It is okay. Things do get better. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. And you'll get back on that pontoon, you know. And if you have Mm. just a turd daddy, just flush him. Flush him. Fucking flush him. Flush him. (laughs) Um, No, I think think one, one thing that I, like, took a while to realize is... Like, if you have another parent or, like, you lose a family member, um, it's sort of like, which is actually how I think about addiction, too, but it's sort of like you have this load-bearing piece, especially if it's someone you really rely on, and so then you take that out, like, it's a house, and you take out, like, the fulcrum where all the pressure is, Mm -hmm. and then the house just sort of, like, falls in on itself, and sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be a survivable lean-to. You can huddle under and just drink Fireball and grape Kool-Aid penny water. (laughs) Um, but sometimes the house just sort of fucking collapses. Cause I remember like, I felt like with my mom who's, who's who's still in my life, like it was pretty rocky cause I just really needed some stability and she was still like the same person when my dad died, you know? So it wasn't like she became Mm -hmm. like a a superstar. Yeah. Superwoman, St. Nick. Um, (laughs) and I, I feel like that like the same thing like so i've thought about addiction that way where it's like i really need this this load-bearing thing and so i take out the you know the cornerstone and instead of putting in back some hard mommy stone i just shoved in a bunch of empty bottles which Mm -hmm. are not supposed (laughs) to bear that much weight no so then so then if you're buying plastic you know especially if it's plastic but also so so then like you have this house, and it used to be <laughs> somewhat stable, uh, maybe a little dilapidated, and then good you bones, put in these bones. bottles, and then you start drinking too much, doing other stuff, and then people are like, well, you got to stop that and uh, like replace it with knitting. And I'm like, okay, if, <laughs> if, if the fucking bottles aren't sustainable, I'll tell you what, a big bag of fucking yarn or like crocheting or like a jogging shoe is not going to keep the house afloat unless yeah. you unless you redesign the house and like reorganize yeah. mm-hmm. like 
how the or weight. Or you kind of just leave the house. That was my yeah. method. Something's like, yeah. gonna huff and puff and blow that bitch yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need some some hab for Hume, some habitat for humanity to just re- reconstruct <laughs> your emotional dwelling space. Just yeah. to really put some habitat. elbow grease in there. Habitat for grief babies. Someone get that going. Yeah, yeah. someone get that going, and then Patreon us for the idea. Yeah, at club dot rip dot patreon dot dot fireball. Yeah, no. for sure. No, I can. I hear that though, because uh, yeah, I think like once mommy died, it was like okay, now we only have one, one p parent left, mm. and they got to be fucking good, right? And uh, they're not always Reality good. was crashing They're down not always us. good. They're not going to be that, like, pillar of strength and hope that you, you know, need. And oftentimes, like, it can work in the opposite way because, you know, death, like, a big, tra- like, traumatic experience like that, you know, it brings, it can bring out the best in people, but it can also bring out the worst in people. Like, I think it it just makes people kind of like more extreme versions of themselves, which is why, you know, if someone is like an addict, it it could make that worse, you know, and that's what right, happened with our right. dad. And I think like for me, speaking on my own um, experience with like substance use, abuse, misuse, pontoon, um, yeah, pontoon I have harpoon. never, yeah, I've smoked a lot of weed. Like I've always, I was kind of a pothead for a lot of my life. Um, but with drinking, like, because our dad's alcoholism got so bad after our mom died, like, I remember there was really just a period of time for, like, a year or more after she died that, like, I was, like, really triggered by, yeah, like, really triggered by alcohol. Like, I had, like, an opposite, like, uh, an opposite, um, like, effect, I guess, uh, from the death, like, Mm -hmm. instead of, like, diving into alcoholism because I saw my dad like you know I saw his addiction for what it was it made me like really triggered by alcohol so like I wouldn't go out and drink ever really like yeah I remember my boyfriend yeah. at the time like if he had like just a casual beer I would be so fucking triggered and like yeah I didn't realize at the time like what was mm-hmm. happening necessarily I didn't you know I didn't get it but um yeah that's kind of what happened for me like I yeah was hella I triggered it's like since I've you know become a casual drinker again but I couldn't I just didn't I didn't see the point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I never had, like, I've definitely been triggered by it. I never had a phase where I was like, oh, completely, like, fuck alcohol. I can't go Mm -hmm. near it. But, like, I think that is definitely a part of the reason that I maybe haven't fallen into, like, an alcoholism grief spiral because it affected me so much that I was like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, because when it really, when it's, like, you're on the receiving end it's just like holy shit like it just tears everything apart and I think it was especially weird in our family because our like Maddie said like our mom was kind of protecting us from his addiction as children and whatnot and even after they divorced and we were kind of growing up like she was kind of like okay you'll you'll get it one day but she kind of knew that like he was still good at hiding it and we didn't fully get it and it was never said no one was giving us the clip yeah notes. no one I'm was really like hello us why in. is this a big dirty secret we yeah. need to know this shit um, spark noted and yeah yeah <laughs> so when obviously when she died then uh he a spiraled and then b we just the damn we just broke. the dam broke yeah we saw everything for what it was and i think the real issue was that ultimately he began to like hinder my grieving process like his addiction and his situation like 
prevented me from moving on in a lot of ways. Classic teenage problem. Dad, you're blocking my grief. Except like, dad, you're ruining my life because you're drunk all the time and my mom just died. Like it was like way too much. And like, yeah, eventually it just had to go. But now it's kind of like, it's sad because we kind of wish that we, obviously for so many reasons, we wish we still had mommy on the old pontoon. But, Mm. you know, it's like, damn, we wish we could talk to her about it or like, be like what the fuck like what so many questions going? for I have that so damn many woman. questions yep. like and i wish like, i could share a lot of empathy with her because like now we yeah. get it we're like fucking christ right. woman you dealt with so much shit so like, much shit yeah. i vilified my mom for so much of my life and i like took my dad's side on so many issues and just so much i was like a, I, w- I hate this phrase but i was daddy's girl and <laughs> Yeah. Like now I'm like, oh God, like I yeah. should have been on mommy's side. I should have been championing mommy. I was championing mommy. Daddy and I never got along. You didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't. But yeah. yeah. I, That's fun. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I think that I don't know. Um, I think there's it's yeah, with my struggles with that, I have I have learned some things though. T B H to be mm. raw. T B R? Okay, D V R. What? Uh, <laughs> sorry, T V R. Um but uh, another thing that I struggled with for a brief summer is, like, after my dad died, he had just this fucking arsenal of medication. <laughs> and, like, one of it, like, one thing was, like, this pump he had into his heart. And uh, if we dropped it, like, and it broke, we'd have to call a hazmat team because it could, what? like, kill us. Holy but it was shit. being pumped directly into his heart. And I'm like, ah, it must the heart must clean it. I don't know. Uh, but what he also just fuck? had... S- so many pills and a lot of them were just like chemo pills but uh-huh. some of them were uh peasies some of them were uh like pain painkillers that i didn't know he had but of course he had because mm-hmm. he had a few gruesome surgeries my dad became like the metal man wait it's like that movie mm-hmm. kick ass where he gets the shit beaten out of him then all his mm. bones are titanium so he okay. had some yeah <laughs> like his femur was like titanium because the tumors were cracking that like a drumstick between two hard places. And uh, he also had this fucking, which I can't even think about, but he, they replaced three vertebrae, two in his, two in his spine and one in his neck uh, with titanium. And the surgeon, surgeon must've been fucking like Steve-O jackass shit. Cause he's like, you know what? We're going through the front. And (gasps) yeah, which is crazy. I don't even know like how the fuck, like, how do you do that? You just sort of reach through and grab you one, pull everything. it out. It's oh like the most ri- risky game of Jenga ever to grace the earth. So anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally so operation. I'm thinking operation. <laughs> you just yeah. go one millimeter to the right. So he had like yeah, he good. had oxycotton, oxycodone, hydrocodone, mm-hmm. um, methadone, ozone, Fuddruckers no. fun zone. And <laughs> Like, just to give some perspective, like, after that surgery, he was supposed to have, like, he was allowed to have, like, three Oxycontin a day. And I was watching The Real House Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart. I I was, like, he's in the show. I wasn't watching with him. And I was taking, like, eight or nine at a time. Um, And, like, I, like, knew when I was doing it that, like, it wasn't, like, any kind of attempt, but I knew it was, like, risky. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. I kept doing it because, well, as my friend said, which like was not helpful, he's like, oh, it's sort of beautiful. Cause your dad took these to ease his pain and you're taking this to 
to ease to ease <laughs> your pain. Oh yeah, I know, God. I know. Which is sort of like like if my dad lost his arm and I was a masochist and I just like sawed off my arm like that movie <laughs> Twenty Seven Hours. Uh, just like oh, oh maybe you shouldn't God. do that. Was he the but genius annotator? We are our pain and you're your pain. Uh huh. <laughs> He's the pain and but, the pain. But what is I all what I what I did learn is like they're ac- they are painkillers who like make your body feel good and they actually like did relieve a lot of like my pain in a real way like there's a reason people mm. get addicted like we have I, I feel like we've inherited a very like western ideology with things like grief where it's like we primarily think of it as like focused in the mind as sort of like a mental phenomenon mm-hmm. of like sadness but um like in 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 Ch- china this is so unsighted but like in china uh <laughs> Um, so incited. Just don't forgive me. Uh, I, I've heard that people diagnose like or like identify like depression as like a pain in the heart and like more mm-hmm. of a physical phenomena. And that was definitely true. Like I would take these painkillers and they made my like chest not feel. And having that relief made me realize like how much trauma is actually keeping the score in oh. the o- in the old body yeah um, in the score yeah for sure totally no i've actually heard that too um i because you know i majored in psych um and oh. there are cultures that like people from different i don't know what cultures exactly but like people come to america you know they're from elsewhere and they don't these places don't necessarily have a word for like depression so when people trying to describe what's happening, they're like, I just feel pain everywhere. Like I feel like my, I'm in pain. My whole body is in pain. And yeah. oftentimes like people like, you know, doctors in America, they don't know what the fuck, they don't know what to prescribe or like how to diagnose because they're like, what do you, you have chronic pain? Like, what does that mean? But really what they're trying to say is like, I'm depressed. I am like in, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in absolute is, agony. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, I want to. And die. I need um. I need some Drano to unclog the molten pit of sadness, and I really need to drain it and flush it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's heavy, Harry. That is heavy. It uh, is heavy. You that's are so strong for getting through that, you know. Yeah. No, I bench press that. I mean, you bench yeah. press that. Bitch. The, this, the scary part about—I mean, it's good, but the scary part about it is like I stopped when I ran out, pretty much. But mm. I was wise enough not to like seek it out. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Um, which is like not everyone's road, but. I don't know. They say addiction is all about accessibility, which is why actually a lot of doctors struggle with addiction. Fun fact mm, is because they fact. can just Cited. they can just. Yeah. Don't, please don't cite us. We don't read. <laughs> uh, we don't read. We, d- we watch YouTube and QAnon, <laughs> um, but we do not. We pizza gate, but we do not pizza read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. L- little disclaimer. <laughs> That's why it's yeah. so easy to smoke in New York, too, because they just sell you Lucy's at the deli. Take a sig for 50 cents. It feels like. It's like times. <laughs> I'm like, 50 cents for a cig! <laughs> it's like a gumball. It. Yeah. Like the gumball machine in front of Menards, except yeah. it's, it's, it's Nick We talked sticks. about it's how it's extinct cancer. now. The gumball machine. Ugh. COVID knocked There's that one out. There's little COVID fingies digging into the yeah. candy slot. Ugh. Honestly, <laughs> horrifyingly, there is a gumball machine at work that is getting a lot of attention still. Ugh. It's still... It's no. still it's still bringing in revenue, straight oh, that's revenue. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, actually, another thing I wanted oh. to talk about is not like substance abuse or like that type of addiction, but like 
I feel like we've all experienced maybe some like mental addictions or like at least for me mm. like I feel like due to the grief like like ruminations well ruminations but also like definitely an addiction to like chaos which I feel like we've talked about before mm-hmm. but like you know that dysfunction junction life chaotic not good yeah like just mm-hmm. like, you know like kind of being addicted to like the trauma or like things that are like mm. uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause like, because that's, that's what familiar. we know and it's what's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Digging at those and scabs. Yeah. So it's just like God, kind of like, it can be so like a good. self-fulfilling prophecy sometimes where it's like, you're almost like subconsciously seeking out things that feel out of control and like spiralic mm-hmm. and like, you're like, why do I do this? And then mm-hmm. you're like, I love it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so fun. So I think moving to New York felt so natural because this is like one of the most chaotic places <laughs> ever to move to. <laughs> like moving here is a borderline traumatic experience. Like, but it felt, we were like, fuck yeah, I this was, is where we belong. I was dissociating for like two months. I was like, where am I? I don't even, I literally don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> And but I was no, like, yeah. this rocks. I feel it at home. <laughs> I this agree with you. Yeah. This might be a whole nother pancake and a whole nother flapjack for flapjack, flapjack for Paul Bunyan. Flapjack. For Paul Bunyan to flip. But uh, yeah, I've also, cool. foreshadowing to a future episode perhaps, mm. I've noticed uh, in terms of romance oh, uh, yeah. and, and lovers, I have, I have definitely had some unhealthy needs and actually during that summer the summer of big pills 2017 Mm -hmm. i was also i was also going through a breakup of someone who i was like really relying on and Mm. i've noticed that like since my dad died like breakups are like a lot are really triggering and a lot harder because like we've talked about like the death of the future in other episodes and Mm -hmm. so even though like someone isn't dead like when someone like leaves your life and those future opportunities go up in smoke like so much fireball wick um Mm. it can be like really difficult it can be really difficult or even like leaving a place um totally like just those like things that you wouldn't think of as like grief because they're not death related and like that you actually grieve for just fucking like train wreck bulldoze wwe tag team tag team pile (laughs) driver randy savage you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i may but that's a whole nother basket of realize that like losing someone it's you know it's it's heartbreak you know like losing your mother yeah. or father it's like you it's heartbreaking and I, yeah I when you like you, experience daddy. what did you say oh i just said i was in love with you daddy i, I didn't need that <laughs> i was just gonna i was just gonna sneak that in sorry mommy uh-huh i was in love with you okay but yeah it's just it's a heartbreak so then yeah when you feel like another heartbreak it is it's like triggering i think um but I, yeah, I can kind of touch on that. Maybe, yeah, we'll do a whole episode on romance and grief and whatever. But after mommy died, I was in, like, a relationship for a couple of years at that point, And I just, like, dug my claws into that relationship as if I was holding on for dear life. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, like, totally sunk into just, like, a codependent. Oh, yeah. It mm. was, like, very, it turned really heavy and, like, it changed a lot about the relationship, I think. Like, in hindsight, Again, these are things that, like when they're happening, you don't really oh, you yeah. realize to an extent, but like 
now it's so clear. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I was not doing well. And I was just yeah. kind of clinging to, like, anything I could. And oh, like clinging. Yeah. Just trauma bonding, codependency, dude. dependency. I was, I was shoving my girlfriend right into that empty daddy hole. <laughs> oh I was God, like, yeah. And the house, she could not, in the fetal position as the cornerstone, she could not bear the weight. Dude. I was just getting back together get that yarn with get that people yarn that I <laughs> oh, just yeah. like I was oh. like I'll literally take anything right now <laughs> like I was like cling cling I was like a claw machine I was like please cling, please cling, cling. <laughs> and you're trying to get that iPad but you just keep on getting mm. like the really too hard rubber ball no and then it almost gets into the thing and then it just like drops and right you're like minute. okay yeah, I, I got a few it. more quarters. I was gonna spend them on Lucy's and Gumballs, but I guess I can claw my way claw my way out of mega depression. Oh my god! No, that's or the sticky hands. That's a really good sticky um, hands. That's a really good point, though the codependency. And yeah, maybe we will do it. Which a is whole like thing an addiction that, in itself. It is. It is it an is addiction, an and addiction. I I find that Love that addiction. is very prevalent in relationships with me too. Like not even like. I mean, we've t- like we we know our attachment styles, um, but not to brag, fearful avoidant and dismissive avoidant over here. Ooh, insecure um, avoidant, baby. I'm pretty damn secure, you guys. <laughs> but pretty secure. I don't believe no, that. Kidding. I don't know why. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm kidding. Fuck I, off, I believe my. you're way more secure <laughs> than me. Um, but I mean, I'm so a lot of things. It's kind of like this mm. thing where it's like being like so terrified of like rejection or like loss like that heartbreak like that inevitable ending someone leaving someone dying whatever but then like once you know you kind of get slightly comfortable it's like that codependency like claw where you're like all right I trust you a little bit and I'm just gonna like zap you and then also run away whenever like anything might be ending because that terrifies me. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> and it reminds me of just how mommy, how mommy went out, you know. But uh, off the pontoon, no yeah. life preserver, <laughs> sink to she the bottom. She just did a pencil dive and was like, "Bye." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then daddy just did like a belly flop, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And yeah, I yeah. Did a can opener, but <laughs> a ding. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, a can? Oh, a cannonball or a can opener? Is yeah, what's a can, a can opener? A can opener is where you hold one leg up. It's <laughs> so it's like dumb. Half a cannonball. Okay, but you get the pun, right? I, yes, I get the pun. Oh yeah, okay, I, get the, I, get, I get the pun. Listeners, That's good. All right, here we are. Can we have something juicy? We're opening a can of worms. Hot worms. Yeah, exactly. Hot worms. Fire worms. And we're gonna answer a couple of questions (laughs) that may or may not be real. Uh, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. a real question submitted a by question. a real person. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you have a visual metaphor for addiction? Mm, that's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. I think we might have one of ours. Wow. Yeah, I might actually have a URL that's going <laughs> to yeah, 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 really yeah. help this out. So this is a picture uh-huh. that I, I discovered uh, browsing <laughs> grief, the int. The grief internet. baby extraordinaire, Harry Potter. And, 
And if you want to follow follow along at home, give give us a pause right now. We'll give you a pause after this and look up. Um, by the way, this is not this is, this is maybe not too PC. This is more Mac. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, if, yeah. If you look up. Harry Potter <laughs> is a homeless drug addict. You will find a picture on Reddit that sort of says it all. Mm-hmm. That sort of on says shitty it all. fan theories. Shitty the fan shitty theories. fan theories thread. Yep. Subreddit. Does someone want dis- to? I mean, you guys are artists. Does someone want to describe okay, yeah. the picture real quick? This is a two-piece visual. We have a two-piece masterpiece. Um, top picture, top image is just like the usual Harry Potter characters. So obviously we know Harry Potter is Who a have? Yeah. is a platinum grief baby. Mm-hmm. Um, He's at platform so we have nine him. and three quarters. We have Sirius. We have Hagrid. We have the owl. I don't remember the name. Hedwig. They're at platform <laughs> nine and three quarters. Uh, we have Snape. <laughs> we have Ron. We have Hermione. And they're just chilling. You know, it's like usual suspects, just good vibes yep. harry's got yep. a wand and then we s- you scroll down yeah. and you realize that this image on top is actually a thought bubble mm-hmm. coming but from the second harry this is an imagination um, who's the real, real harry. harry yeah uh-huh. and suddenly we're in like a new york subway station and it's dark it's dark it is dark it's dark and hagrid is in the background as a pimp white coat Looks um, like it, it's probably fur. He's got the hat. Sirius yeah. is it like a, like kind of like a scraggly dog. <laughs> yeah. Licking Harry's Licking face. Harry. Harry has a needle in his hand. Instead mm-hmm. of the wand. And a belt on his arm. Extremely oh disheveled. God, so dark. So disheveled. Mm-hmm. Snape is in a hoodie <laughs> and he is, <laughs> he is selling, he's handing Ron like drugs in a handshake and Hermione is in heels and shorts just like looking cold and like strange yeah honestly the scariest the scariest part is how impractical hermione's heels are for yeah this yeah, yeah I know. it's really like how, scary. Are, how are you yeah. gonna flee and, and there's like a mop Ron's instead of a broomstick so, so basically good. in conclusion um <laughs> harry potter if you've heard of him <laughs> lost both of his parents big o gold tier member mm-hmm. so yeah. what, what what what's being implied here is that <laughs> There is no Harry Potter books, and J.K. Rowling wrote 4,000 pages that is essentially uh, a, a strung-out Harry Potter trip. Imagining he's a, a wizard. dream, yeah. Also, yeah. she's a turf, so we don't really like her. Also, I think we just we said um, that uh, w- a really funny part of this also is that Hedwig the Owl is a pigeon. Uh, uh, just like a New York pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, mm-hmm. dirty, dirty I think Hagrid being a pimp is just so ridiculous, <laughs> but I know this image it does, looks perfect. you know, it's like, okay. The one thing about Harry Potter is like, okay. Yeah. He does have a hard life. And I feel like the trauma is maybe expressed a little bit in the book. And he has this like weight on his shoulders to like do this crazy thing and like save everyone. But also I'm just like, I think you'd be a little more fucked up. I guess so well adjusted also for the shit family that he had to live with too. He lived in a fucking closet under the stairs. Mm -hmm. Abusive. I guess he's seeking revenge on his parents' killers. So maybe that's what's keeping him like afloat. I don't know. Mm, Gryffindor. That's true. Gryffindor. Not Slytherin. (laughs) <laughs> but luckily, luckily we image. have we have some help in the analysis if yeah, yeah. grief babies oh, you want to yeah. you want to scroll comments. down a comment number one uh i think really says it all and it's from 
uh, a god two four eight six. He got fifty five mm-hmm. upvotes for this, so he mm-hmm. was onto something. Yeah. And he says, "I automatically believe any pimp Hagrid theory, so I can't see how this could be wrong." Nice one! Exclamation nice one! Mark. True, mark. Yeah. true. Wow. Yeah, so we buy it. Like no, we, we, honestly, we, we do buy it. Someone said Voldemort like would be a cop. Okay, that's oh. an interesting theory. A narc. A-cab, He's A-cab. <laughs> we like that. Okay, wait. Someone else said Voldemort is his abusive kidnapper who branded him with a lightning bolt when he trafficked him out to a boarding school. He allegedly sold his own nose for heroin. And that then someone said, so then someone said, no, he lost it to Coke. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> okay, that I guess that's, sense. yeah, your your nose does deteriorate eventually. Um, <laughs> sold him to a boarding, trafficked him. What? Someone said, thanks, wait, I love it slash hate it. <laughs> how do you, wait, how do you get? trafficked into a boarding school i I, I thought that was an accomplishment that's like getting smuggled into harvard like why is that bad i don't know then someone just said interesting (laughs) okay (laughs) and it was Uh. and it is interesting (laughs) i mean i think it's really it it makes sense that snape is the drug dealer such a slippery character such a snake if you will yeah Mm. yep hagrid being a pimp though i'm like really would have never expected it i don't know he was the nice guy but i guess maybe that's his the whole thing he's just a facade so maybe maybe know. next episode i'm seeing a related post and honestly i don't know how we have not talked about luke motherfucking skywalker because he he has some shit Wow. And th- there's yeah. a post here. Maybe we'll cover it later. It says Darth Vader died because Luke exposed him to COVID by removing his mask. Hmm. Good okay. God. Let's Good just think God. about. Let's. Cr- we can crack into that at a later we'll time. We'll think about though. that. I do have to admit, I've never seen any Star Wars movie. I just mm. have to say it now. I don't mm. know the plot uh, that it's well. It's been a while. Since honestly, I have, there's, honestly, there's these orphans. There's not a lot of orphan representation, but when they do, it goes hard. <laughs> there's a billion mm. hours of Harry Potter. Batman, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, uh, little Luke Skywalker action, and there's a lot of fanfic and just okay, actually re- so regular many fic. Men too, like yeah. What? Where where's are the, all the, the grief girl grief baby babies? Girlies, Annie, Annie. Uh, yeah, she's our only one. Orphan Annie. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know. I mean, she kills it. She what does. About, yeah. What about but Pippi Longstocking? Okay, I was literally thinking Pippi Longstocking. Did, yeah. Does she have but parents? I, wasn't sure. I don't know. I don't remember. She Honestly, sugar daddy. Annie. Yeah, Annie gets a fucking sugar d- with that hair. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, so it's just oh my god. So basically, it's just magical sci-fi men and uh, redheaded broads. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. to speak, Pretty if much. you will, if you will, it's just redheaded broads and mm-hmm. magic. <laughs> to put it crudely, yeah. Uh huh. Well, we'll have to touch on those in future episodes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we get even more Mac, even more Macintosh about it. No PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mac, Mac, Mac. Uh, any other questions? Yeah, do we have a second question? <laughs> oh, yeah. The second questions are, excuse me, the second question is, are these questions being asked by real people? Are these real questions? Wow, did they really, they they made it, they, they had like the stutter in there too? That's a good yeah. question. That's actually how you know it's real because they had the authentic yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. sort this of was fig- a, it was a figuring out the question. question. Um, yeah, yeah. This is so meta, but you know, I think yeah, it's up to real. viewer interpretation if we're on the grid <laughs> yeah. or not. The Tron, Tronathon, Pontoon. So, so basically, we are we're we're in the bottom 
of the <laughs> Harry Potter picture, and the thought bubble is that uh, <laughs> we th- we think that real people are asking us questions. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. up to how much fanfic <laughs> you're diving into. Because J.K. Rowling would say these questions are really real. Uh, we yep. have a lot coming in, and Reddit would say. You you might be sort of you might be sort of just uh, interesting. Digging. You might be digging in the daddy hole for these questions. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I love the daddy hole. Let's keep digging. Let's keep. I can digging. say these questions are a hundred percent real. Hundred percent real. Let's keep mm-hmm. digging. It's yeah. really hard to pick through actually because we dig, have so many dig, questions. Dig. It's overloaded in the inbox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry if you if we haven't answered your question. You know, it's like we can't get yeah, to all of them. Yeah, we can't get to all of them. But we, anyway, we you should uh, submit a question <laughs> at <laughs> deadparentsclub.rip. That's our website, or at mm-hmm. deadparentsclub.rip on Instagram. You could even email us, deadparentsclub.rip at gmail.com. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, crazy. I, here's a question I get IRL a lot of the time. Like, can I share your podcast with my grief oh, baby yeah, that's friend? A good one. Please do. Like, Please do. Share, yeah. share, share. That's the point of this. Mm-hmm. Post it and on Shitty Fan Theories Reddit, please. Because yeah, we please. are here please, to contribute. We can't keep talking to ourselves in a thought bubble. We're going, <laughs> we're going mad. <laughs> um, anyway. yeah, we're, we're magic. We're magic. <laughs> we're redheaded magicans. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back maybe in five Mondays, and <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side. I like side. that. I like measuring time by Mondays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've been uh, I've been Big H, Big Harry Potter, Harry J mm. Potter. Harry, <laughs> I've been Big G, Hermione Granger, <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> I'm Big M. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, uh, Mr. McGonagall. 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 Mad Eye McGonagall. Mad Eye McGonagall. Okay, perfect. We nailed it. Okay, mm-hmm. bye. Keep on trucking. Expelliarmus. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. Yeah, he's dead. Harry got so much money from his parents, too. Trust fund. <laughs> Shout out last question. Shout out last question. Yeah. I'm so not rich. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye, guys. Our mom left Bye. us nothing. Bye. She left us ashes and dust. Bye. Bye. Smoking's a moss. Let's move on. 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 Let's move